Hey guys, welcome to The Debrief. This is post-our episode with Brian Armstrong on the Bankless Podcast, episode number 90-something, 91, 92, somewhere in that range. 92, 92, 92? I think, yeah. 92. Uh-huh. Okay, so it took us 92 Monday episodes. We do five episodes a week, but that's 92 Monday episodes to get mm-hmm. Brian Armstrong on the podcast. We got him in in the first 100. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was on our I list. didn't expect it to be such a high number, but it yeah, took a while. finally got him. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it took a while, but um, you know, I think he was sort of um, waiting for, for Bankless to become mm-hmm. maybe a, a bigger deal as right. well. I think Brian is very selective in terms of who, right. uh, you know, who, who he goes in the podcast. He, he probably wanted to, uh, mm-hmm. to wait. Make and, sure we were legit. <laughs> yeah, make sure we're legit. <laughs> not going to do a, a conversation the first month. But I, I've got to say, that conversation did not fail to disappoint. Uh, why don't you start with some of your, uh, your highlights and takeaways? So you did, were disappointed by it? God damn. Did I... <laughs> Reverse that. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. I was not disappointed by that conversation. <laughs> no double negatives here. The, okay, I was so happy the, with the, the conversations. That's what I'm saying. It was good. Uh, so the, the thing I like most about that conversation was exactly what we were talking about at the start, um, and where Brian said that w- w- the reason why you shouldn't be fearful of Coinbase just turning into a bank is that, well, f- first off, that users always have the ability to exit. And this is a pattern that we see throughout crypto all the time. This is the, the thing that Amin Soleimani figured out when he made Moloch DAO, that if you submit a governance proposal to a DAO, or if you do something to, a, a, to anybody's, any user's funds, any user deposits, but they have the ability to exit and leave, it really prevents you from being able to bully them around. And so that's really the answer is like why Coinbase will never really turn into a, an evil bank is because, well, well, crypto networks allow you to exit. Right, dollar networks like what you get. You sure you can like stuff your money under under the mattress, uh, but that's not really like you don't really have access to finance anymore. If you actually exit from crypto, your actually money becomes even more powerful, right? And so that it's a massive check and balances on the thing, on the on the whole incentive structure of what Coinbase will ultimately become, which is a crypto bank. And, and let me just pause on that for a second. So this is mm-hmm. different than like a Facebook, right? So like with right. Facebook, you can't exit your social graph, but with Coinbase, you can exit all of your assets at any mm-hmm. point in time. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, right. that's a huge difference there. You always have the ability to exit from a Coinbase. Right. right. And, and you also said it in the beginning that uh, this strategy of Coinbase really just like almost encouraging people to become self-custody, self-custodians, manage their own money is actually against their own business model. Right. It's actually, yeah. you know, against what Brian called both the short and maybe also the medium term interests of Coinbase, but left room to say that, well, it's actually in the long-term interests of Coinbase. And I think what he really meant by that is that it's, the legitimacy and the honorability of not trying to co-opt their own customers is what Coinbase is why people will always love to use Coinbase. It's not going to treat their, their customers as sheep. It's going to allow their customers to have maximum control if they want it. Uh, and I, I think this is something that I really see a lot in crypto where people that stick to the values and stick to the ethos have this like shield of armor, this on this honor armor around them that makes them impenetrable. So maybe they get like sloshed around by crypt- other crypto banks that do profit maximization in the short term. But I think that ethos, that guiding principle of sticking to the ethos of crypto is what's going to protect Coinbase in the long term. And that what's that what makes me very comfortable with having a, a, a what Brian calls a, a CEO founder, right? That isn't Zuckerberg, but totally. is instead Brian Armstrong. Yeah, totally. That CEO founder thing stuck with me. It's something that Chris Dixon said. If you guys remember our podcast with Chris mm-hmm. Dixon, he was like, hey, of all the, the big tech companies, there's only Zuck left standing. All the other founders have, have right. basically exited. But the thing you were just saying, right? The 
the the encouraging banklessness, the encouraging mm-hmm. self custody of Coinbase. At first, it does appear to be, um, you know, a, a, against Coinbase's interests, at least in the short and the medium term, as you said. But but here's the thing that I think the decision that he is able to make and the future that that he sees. He he basically he saw where the puck was going in 2012, right? In, in creating Coinbase, right? So like crypto would be a big deal. That's it. But that's just act one, all right? So crypto is going to be a big deal. So I'm going to build the bridge. So now you have this bridge. And what I think he sees in act two for crypto, if you're to span out the decade, is like, okay, now that we have this bridge, so we've taken all of the fiat from, from old world, we've crossed this bridge, and now we're in this new world, right? So like, we often talk about the bankless journeys, kind of like you're settling new lands, moving from the East Coast, like the you know America's story of of going out west and finding new opportunity, finding gold, you know, creating towns. That's that's how the West was created. Um, that's where he sees his long term opportunity. Okay, mm-hmm. so rather than hang out on the bridge, just like we built the bridge, and now we're going to be the bridge troll, and we're going to mm-hmm. we're going to collect <laughs> rent. Right. It's like you get a toll and you get a toll. And like, we're going to protect this bridge no matter what in our business model on this bridge. He's like, no, the bridge was always act one. The bridge was always temporary. Act two for crypto is actually building inside of this new crypto native economy. That is maybe you could call it the metaverse if you want all one encompassing name, but is this new financial economic ecosystem that is native to the internet, right? And so he actually sees Coinbase's opportunity on the other side there, but that's a risk because if you are not a founder, this is why he kept linking it to the founder CEO, because if you're not a founder CEO, okay, mm-hmm. like you got one business model, you never, right. you, you haven't really taken entrepreneurship risk, okay? And you're just going to extract the rent out of this business model, and you're not even going to look at Act Two. Okay, that's why I think Coinbase is positioning itself not to be a parasitic rent collector in this future bankless metaverse world, but as um, as, as basically a settler, as a, an entity that's going to help create this new economy because it sees opportunity on the other side. And that's where I think the um, that's why it is almost self-serving of Coinbase to encourage self-custody. Because what do they do? They get to like leapfrog all of their competitors. They get to build this whole economy on the other side of this bridge and be ahead of everyone. And they've just gotten everyone across the bridge already, right? right? And they have this whole big cash flow model to propel them to to phase two. So it's ambitious. It's bold. It's also very um, crypto aligned. I like the vision. I, I really like uh, where they're going with things. Yeah. To continue on the bridge model, he, Brian talks about how many like startups have like spun out of Coinbase from, from Coinbase employees. Uh, Antonio Giuliano of DYDX, a Coinbase competitor, I guess, like that Coinbase invested in, in DYDX, right? And so like as Coinbase and Brian Armstrong are like funneling people through this bridge, like guys, like there's this magical world of crypto over here. I built this bridge so you can get there. Also, now that you're coming through here, here's some money, go build something over there. So, yeah. so you also create the incentive for other yeah. people to also cross the bridge. Yeah, right? I'll see you on the other uh, side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, you're going to go build something. Here's a bundle of cash 
left, go build it. And then all of a sudden the incentive, the utility of crypto goes up. Yeah. And all of a sudden Brian Armstrong's, you know, raking in more money from the trading yeah, fees yeah, as yeah, people yeah. cross the bridge again. Like it's, yeah. it's, and this is goes to the ethos of crypto, this collaborative nature where we're all in it together. Uh, if, if you fight the fight, I'll fight the fight with you uh, because what's good for you is what's good for me. And, and that, that ethos is what I see in Brian Armstrong. And, and what I'm, I'm really happy to have seen that come out of uh, him in this, uh, in this interview. Do you know, it only works if you're long-term thinking though. Yes, correct. Right. Yeah, it's like, so totally. it's like, it actually is rational self-interest yep. if your time horizon is long enough. Right. And that, mm -hmm. that's why I'm such a like big advocate for like aligned alignment under long time horizons, mm -hmm. because in the short run, a lot of short run games can be more profitable. Right. right. But he, he, he takes this long-term perspective to crypto that I think like somebody who coming in the industry in 2012 and built what he's built can take. And maybe only somebody who's done that. A lot of the newer exchanges, to be honest, uh, don't have that. I think, by the way, I think um, Gemini and the Winklevosses do. Just no, no accident. They came in at about the same time. Right. Um, but the, like the Binances of the world, the FTXs of the world, I don't know. I, I see them um, yeah, basically- One foot in front of the other. Okay. Basically what I see them doing is not only do they want to uh, troll the bridge and rent and collect on the bridge, they're actually building these side bridges right to their like, own. Hey, you've like, heard of this. It's like a diversion, right? It's like, yeah, Oh, it's take like, this bridge. And then yeah. it's actually a trap. You're actually end up in the wrong world. It's Binance world. And you're like, <laughs> gotcha. now in Binance land and, Oh, we just used the coin called BNB over here in right. this mm -hmm. utopia world. And it looks just like this other world. Right. And it's like this parallel um bridge like wax museum of, of real life <laughs> how do you like that analogy <laughs> i love it uh yeah so anyway i i think that's very aligned i love what they're doing with um the protocol group that they mm -hmm. said they have they have a protocol yeah. team i hope right. that gets off the ground i hope they can t start investing in like public goods um you know Coinbase is profitable enough to do this. Coinbase is also profitable. He said, let's add another zero to our lobbying budget. Mm -hmm. um, I hope Coinbase does that. I hope two, others- Two zeros, Brian? Can you say two, two zeros? zeros? <laughs> can we get two? <laughs> I heard one, Brian. Like, can we get two? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's an ask. Um, layer two, it sounded like, uh, I mean, you just went for it, didn't you, David? You just went for that mm -hmm. question, man. Yeah. Right. No. Yes. Like I didn't really have any way to ask it. I was like, <laughs> okay. Like uh, this isn't gonna be a question, Brian. This is a request. I should read. Can I submit? Uh, can I submit a, a, a PR request or a ticket to Coinbase for a request for L two deposits? I should read you guys uh, our agenda. It says like something like uh, layer two. It says like Brian, please, 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 please. Can we have this? Please, Brian. <laughs> Brian, please. Brian, please. please Brian, yes. Brian, 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 please. <laughs> anyway, I, it sounds like something like that's coming. Like overall. Um, this 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 sounds very aligned um you know i thought brian's comments about marketing was somewhat interesting and if you if you could argue one thing about coinbase it's probably been a little bit of a a weak spot for coinbase would you say mm -hmm. it's just mm -hmm. like um they built great products but um from a marketing perspective and i understand right. like some something many things in crypto are over marketed they're like mm -hmm smoke and mirrors, right? There's a, like nothing really behind them. And so there's probably some natural backlash against that in his mind. Like I'm an engineer, I'm a builder. If we build a better product, they'll just come. And like it, Coinbase has certainly benefited from that. Um, but it seems like they're going to be doing more on the marketing side in the future. Uh, wouldn't be surprised to see a Coinbase Super Bowl ad. Wouldn't be surprised right. to see yep. a set oh, of- God, a Coinbase Super Bowl ad. I hope it's full of memes. <laughs> 
I mean, they'll have like NF, they'll have NFTs. They'll have like yeah, lots have of fodder. To. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to double down on that. Um, mm-hmm. What other alpha do you think was leaked here? Um, um, not necessarily alpha, but I, it, I was, it was nice to hear that Brian does have like a willingness to take on the SEC. He's just waiting for a more surgical entrance rather yeah. than just like taking the first opportunity that's dropped into his lap. He's like, mm, not this like pass on this opportunity. We'll get him next time. Uh, that, that was very, very like reassuring. But that's to me. smart. Yeah. That's, right? just, that's just smart business. Yeah. Like, well, that's but, why he's like a business CEO but, founder. But that, right. But, but that's, that's like smart. Like we're kind of asking, Hey, is coin is Coinbase going to be the general in this war. Right. right? And like mm-hmm. a general has to pick and choose right. the battles. Sometimes mm-hmm. general chooses to withdraw from a certain right. battle. Um, right. and strategic like, retreat. Yeah. Yeah. Strategic <laughs> retreat. Right. Which is mm-hmm. maybe what this is like playing the long game as well. But mm-hmm. I feel like, um, he, they have fully taken that mantle and as, as basically the, um, the bridge from regulators to crypto and as evidenced by the fact that Brian spends 50% of his time on that. Mm -hmm. That's a, Mm -hmm. that's a hefty percentage, right? Like that's definitely a, a core focus right now. And, um, yeah, I'm sure there's a ton of conversation going on, like lots of things that we don't ever get to see that, um, you know, maybe bad legislation that's been stopped already, maybe bad regulation that's been like, you know, they're doing a lot, I guess I would say, sort mm-hmm. of a silent watcher. Right. Overall, like I think given this glimpse of, of into the vision of Brian and Coinbase that he has, like makes me really, really bullish Coinbase. Like I'm, I don't own any stocks or, or equities or anything like that, oh, except you for GME. I do own GME stock. just for the means. <laughs> yeah. um, but like, I'm, I'd be really bullish coin right now. Like what's, what's Coinbase's valuation? Like it's only like six, 60 or $70 billion. Like Kathy, like, Wood is, it, Kathy Wood is bullish coin. If Kathy Wood is bullish coin, I'm, I'm bullish. Oh, I just went to CoinGecko to go look at coin. Yes, so did I. Oh my God. I did the exact same thing. And I was like, <laughs> what am I doing? Okay. So how do you look up these things called stocks, David? I remember uh, back coin in the coin market cap into Google. Coin and it, market cap. Yeah, and it is. Oh no, that's a website called Coin Market Cap. God that's damn not it! That's what you do. You go to uh, go to like Yahoo Finance. This I used back in the day. Well, that's what it usually takes you. Uh, trading stocks. Uh, let's see, coin market cap seventy seventy one billion dollars. Seventy one billion dollars. I mean, it's pretty. It's a pretty healthy valuation. Like, what, what's Ethereum at? Five hundred billion right now. Uh, Bitcoin's That's over a trillion. Yeah. yeah, 530 uh, billion Bitcoin at 1.2 trillion. Coinbase at 70 billion. I mean, I guess in relation to the crypto assets, that makes sense. But gosh, in, in the, all crypto assets are also undervalued for what it's worth. I mean, uh, I think there's a world where Coinbase, if Web3 really takes off, right? Where mm-hmm. Coinbase is, you know, one of the most valuable companies in the world, right? Absolutely. Um, cer- yeah. Certainly in the US. And so mm-hmm. what's that? What's uh, Apple's over a trillion? So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe another. Right. I, yeah. I mean, it, here. it, it definitely tracks crypto assets, right? So there's, there's no coincidence that like as Bitcoin just breached its all-time high and Ether is breaching its all-time high, that Coinbase, the coin assets is actually starting to really, really perform. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, it was at $230. Now it's at $336, which is actually finally back to the price that it was at when it originally listed. Uh, and so, you know, there's that classic like U shape for so many tokens that are out there. This turned into a meme, this U of like, yeah. it, first it was created, then there's a trough and then it comes back. The same thing. Coin is doing the same thing yeah. and it's right, it's right at the peak. And so I think 
just in just as we were super bullish with ether and bitcoin right now and all of DeFi, there's so much bullishness going on behind the scenes i think like another tailwinds is that like coin is going to start setting new highs and starting to generate and market uh, generate its own hype so yeah. we're gonna get some external tailwinds as well. well look i think if you're investing in like crypto finance and this new money system right now at the bottom you have your base monies you have the bitcoins mm-hmm. and ethers of the world right and then you have DeFi protocols but you also have crypto banks i mean they can perform mm-hmm. well there's a place for like the exchanges and the onboarders of the world right so that all can you know compose a um uh, a DeFi, you know, portfolio, or excuse me, a crypto portfolio. Um, I think that makes sense. I just hate holding stocks, you know, like, ugh. yeah, no, it's just not, at it's first not, I was cool. Co- I was a little, like, at first I was like, why is Coinbase, why do they have to, uh, uh, I guess they, they listed publicly. Um, this is not quite an IPO. They, they did a direct listing, but like, why do they have to do that rather than tokenize? Why couldn't they have airdropped everyone some coin, you know, funds become a DAO or something like that. But you know, the hidden benefit of going the traditional institutional route is all of this institutional clout that comes mm-hmm. with it, right? Which is like now Wall Street has a stock to analyze and they have quarterly earnings reports to, to look at. And now Coinbase can go to the US and be like, yeah, we're listed on, are they like NASDAQ? Are they New York Stock Exchange or something? Like, we're listed on the public markets, right? Just like any other company. We're just a we're just a tech a hot tech firm like all of the others. And I think it adds a lot of um, credibility and like legitimacy um, to to the space. So it's actually probably a benefit for executing their strategy as this bridge between the old, old world and the new world. Totally, totally. Where are you headed next, and- David? Oh, an NFT NYC. Yeah. Uh, Going to go get dinner with a friend, and then uh, off to the Audius party, I believe. Uh, and then the oh gosh, I don't know. I just follow other people. <laughs> I usually actually don't, I don't really have any problems getting into the events, fortunately. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, how I does it work? People around. Do people uh, like well, recognize your face? Is it like, oh, yeah, totally. Or yeah. is it, yeah, there's like David Hoffman. He's here from Bankless. Yeah, let him in. Yeah, it's, it's, sometimes it's it's the uh, it, it's nice to see like the variety and how f- uh, familiar people, crypto people are with, with Bankless. Like they see me. And then they don't know my name. So some of them, like they see me and they're like, oh, you're, you're that Bankless guy, right? And I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm one of the, yeah. And then other people are like, oh, you're David Hoffman from Bankless. And like, some people are completely familiar. Uh, and then other people are not familiar at all, but then they ask me what I do. And I'm like, oh, I, I run, run the Bankless podcast and run, run the Bankless newsletter, right? Uh, and they're like, oh my God, really? I had no idea. So like some people are clearly podcast listeners and not YouTube watchers. <laughs> They've never seen your face. Right. They never actually seen the face. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a different, the difference in responses is pretty funny. That's awesome, man. Well, anything else? Cause I know keeping you from, uh, mm-hmm. events in New York city, so you don't want to do that, but, uh, anything else you want to say about that, that conversation? Bullish Brian Armstrong, bullish Coinbase. Bullish crypto trifecta bullish crypto. right there. Guys, yeah. mm-hmm. this has been the deep. Oh, and also nice job on the uh, Triple Point uh, media company. You like that? <laughs> yeah. Triple Point? Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Triple we'll Point Asset, more. Triple Point Blockchain, Triple Point Media Company. That's the same thing. It's <laughs> the same thing. There you go. Bullish bankless. <laughs> so we'll end with. Guys, thanks for hanging with us. This has been the debrief.